Let's do it. Yeah, hey. Hey, bud. How we doing, mate? I'm all right, bro. How are you? Uh, living the dream. Are you? Oh, no, that's... Very sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I thought Ma- so. Mark knows. Mark Mum knows. Anytime I say I'm living the dream, I'm definitely not living the dream. Okay. So we're just lying to the people? Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. we do every week. Yeah, mate. true, true. So, righty, ladies, gents, how are we? Welcome to another episode of Have a Chat with Ray and Stat. Uh, listen, you I want am the Ray, that is Stat. Don't yeah. try to get no, past it. it. No, 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 I won't do it. Don't try to get past it. I don't get past it, but I won't do it. Okay, you know what? Fair enough. But then you've got to come up with something for yourself. No, I'll work it out. All not right, right now, but I'll work something out. That's fair enough. Um, yeah, good weekend? Yeah, it was all right, bro. Got through it. Ended off pretty badly. Some family stuff happening yeah. in the background. Um, appreciate all your prayers, all the people that have reached out and everything like that. But um, yeah, it's never fun, never easy. But it is what it is. And we're going mm. to talk about that sort of stuff today. Mm. But uh, before we do get into that, November's finishing off, bro. What, two more days? One more day? Well, today, when this thing comes out, that's it. Yeah. Last day of it. How much have you raised? About a grand, bro. We did all right. Not bad. Yeah, our target was two, but it just depended on how much the team members were trying, and a lot of them weren't trying, fair enough. Um, it was more about uh, the, what was it? What do we call it? The awareness. Mm. About the awareness more than anything else. And I think that was good. Uh, the curly mo for me. Really drummed up a lot of conversations. Speaking of, what happened to it? Bro, <laughs> don't. Wednesday, I'm realizing that this one, this side here is longer than this side. So I go, all right, I'm going to trim it. Now, you know that when someone says those four words or five words, whatever it is, it's not good. They're very nerve-wracking. They're nerve-wracking yeah. words because you, anytime someone has said that, you know they stuff up down the line. Mm. So I start brushing it out, doing what I do, and then I start trimming this side. I go, okay. That looks good. Let's trim off this side. Trimmed off the right and it trimmed it too much. So I tried on the left again. And then before I knew it, I was at the lip. Yeah. I was spewing. Look, I had the same thing when I had to trim down for, to do November. I freaked out, man. I was like, nah. Because you know what it was? The second I had gone clean, my face went freezing cold. Yeah. And I was like, oh, goodness me. I've made mistakes already. And I hadn't made a mistake. I just like, mm. I knew I made a mistake already. But yeah, I'm going to trim it is probably the scariest words when it comes to the beard. Terrible words. Oh. Don't don't say them. Don't do it. Despicable. Don't worry. Get, get a barber to do it, guys. Yeah, yeah. Just get a barber. Girls, don't, don't do it yourself. Girls, I know a lot of you like to try and cut yourself a fringe. Don't do it. Go to the, go to the hairdresser. Go to the hairdresser. Now, I'm just going to look up how much we actually have raised because I could have been wrong. Let's go to the team. Oh, wow. Mate, did all right. 1,030. Oh, Pretty good. So listen, today's the last day. We appreciate you all. Can't believe we've raised that much mm. as it is. You know what? Someone give us 70 bucks. Who, who raised the most? Get us to 1100 No, it was me. It was Jamie. Yeah, free. He's not on the list, but it was Jamie. But our team did well. Like, we had a lot of people donate straightly, directly to the team. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Bow's done all right as well. He's raised 200 Good on you, buddy. Oh, nice. Um, Justin Lloyd, 100 Jeremy, 100 Oh, there you go. Yeah. But when I was giving out the, the link details, I was always giving it to the actual uh, team page, not myself. Yeah, that's what I did. So it was good. Yeah. It was good. Um, yeah, someone give us 70. Let's get to 1100 by the end of the day. Should be all right. And we'll see what goes down. But yeah, bro, so that's what happened to my mo. Yeah. It's, but can I tell you? That's the worst. Very excited to get rid of this. Really? I'm excited to go back to normal, bro. It's yeah. been a long time. I haven't gone, I haven't gone like clean shaven. And by clean shaven, I mean stubble. Yeah. Since May. Oh wow! Yeah, I had a beard for a minute, so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm keen to go normal. You miss bro. a beard? The heavy, thick. I do. Anytime I look at videos with me with the beard, that's when I miss it. Mm. I don't miss the constant work it was because a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, well, I well, miss but, it. 
Listen, bro, I got a bone to pick. You didn't do Movember, man. How long did you do Movember for? What do you mean? The whole month. Bro, not the whole month, man. That's not the mode. That's a beard. <laughs> you went straight back. But it's still dominant. This still this part's still predominant. Not really, because your beard is so thick here that you can't tell. Yeah, but like I said, I only did it for the first week because we have Jihad's wedding coming on Friday. That's fair. That's so I was fair. like, I have to have a beard for it. I didn't care. Are you getting cut before the wedding? Yeah. Go on full mullet again? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. To, uh, so it was meant to be end of February, and then JD and Marie, because they get married first week of March, they go, get for another week. Go, it's another week. I kept okay. it for four months. So, yeah, tomorrow i got a day off, so getting that all cleaned up. Very excited. I just can't wait for Friday, bro. I'm excited Friday's for a wedding. Finally, going to be fun. Proper out of lockdown. I feel like this is the proper celebration out of lockdown. Our yeah. first wedding. That's going to be good. I'm going to boogie, man. Until we go back into lockdown. <laughs> so, listen, I think I don't want to talk about the whole yeah, you know. news of it, mm. but Omnicrom is what it's called. Yeah. Okay. Does that not sound like a- Transformer. Thank you. Yeah. Does it not sound like a device the Transformers would go yeah, to yeah. get so definitely that the world doesn't end? Yes, yeah, definitely Transformer. And I want it. Bro, I said, <laughs> I said it in a meeting this morning at work. I go, Omnicrom. It sounds like something that the Transformers would go to get from the Decepticons right. to make sure they don't destroy the Earth. Yes, and now quick, we have to get the Omnicron, and it's a COVID train now. Yeah, uh, right. I don't know. But uh, well, yeah, definitely, definitely a funny name. Uh, but where, how do they? How do you reckon they come up with them? How do they come up with the names for hurricanes and all that? Yeah, that's a good one too. Do like, you know what you what I mean? like, Tracy, Lucy, yeah, um, Katrina, Katrina. Should be one called Cassandra, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, I think there is one. Probably. But how do they come up with those names? I feel like it's the same. It's kind of like the same. How do they come I'll up with all you, these I'll names? I'll tell you how it is. The scientists that come up with these names, they just get so sick of the girls that dumped them in high school or something. Oh, like those that. ones. Yeah, yeah. The hurricanes. Okay. Cassandra. Fair enough. No, the hurricane. Yeah, Hurricane Cassandra. There you go. That's very funny. There you are. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well, there you go. But again, look, those it's kind of like the same question. Like, how do they come up with those how names? How do they come up with the then, names? Yeah, I don't know, bro. That is just... Well, look, I think they're just trying to make it sound cool. That's going to be one of the coolest jobs. Come up with a name for, for the next... For the outbreak. hurricane, outbreak, pandemic, um, stars, planets. Yeah, they come up with these. Big like, ones. you get to come up with these names, bro. It's mad. Mm. It's like the old days when the Lebos came over to Australia. Mm. They got to name streets. Yeah. So there's a lot of named streets after themselves. Mm. I didn't know that until like a year ago. Yeah. But most of the names are because they were the first one to live on that street. So they gave them the privilege of naming the street. Like my uncle, like I was saying last week with my uncle. Yeah. He, when they came to Bulleye, he's Naomi Street. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, it's, that's pretty sick. All right. Well, hopefully one day you and I will be able to name a pandemic. No, nah, I'll name to, All right. If you got to name a hurricane, then what are you naming it? Ah. Oh. Really, Cassandra was my go-to. Oh, Cassandra's taken. It's taken now. I've never thought about it, to be honest. Yeah. It's not, it's not something I think about. Imagine mm. I got to name a hurricane, what I name it. Can I tell you, naming something's really cool. Like, when I got to name my dog, very excited about that. Yeah, but we're talking about two completely different very things. True, that very true, very true, very true, very true. You're naming a pet that you're keeping. That's right. And then right. you're naming... Something that everyone is going to call. For and suffer. Food. Yes. People suffer from hurricanes and stuff. No one like, gets excited about, oh, hey, hurricane today. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? I'd Listen, love If to there was a hurricane, hurricane. Stacey or something, the next one definitely Stacey's mum. Just yep. to go with the Hunter the Wayne song. 100%. Definitely. But I don't know. Mm. But outside of that, it'd have to be very creative. But it'd have to be someone know. that you don't like, eh? Like, haram for that girl who's named, Hur um, not Hurricane, but Cassandra, for example. Mm. Or, or Stacey or... I don't think I know Cassandra or Stacey. Oh, no, I know Stacey. We know Stacey. Yeah, from yep. the podcast, of course. Um, 
All like haram for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, true. Your, your name's synonymous with a hurricane. Like my name's synonymous with everybody loves Raymond. Mm. Anytime someone meets me, hey, I'm Ray. Oh, like everybody loves Raymond. They want to get to know they don't love you. They just no, no, it's everybody hates Raymond. It's a good work of fiction. Mm. Know what I mean? Mm. I get to watch that show and be like, oh, so that's what it's like when people like you. <laughs> okay, nice. You watch what nine nine seasons of it? Uh all nine. Se- you still haven't seen the last episode, have no. you? No. And that was four years ago. You still haven't seen that final no. episode. No. I think at the time yeah. I was watching it so consistently yeah. and I had nothing else to watch after. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch the last episode. And it's been three, four Underrated years. show, bro. Very good show. Very yeah. good show. Very, very good show. Sorry, let me take that back. Not underrated for people who have seen it, but underrated in that people just don't think that, oh, this would be a good show to nah, watch. That's so good. Listen, so if you've got good. Stan, chuck it on. Watch watch the first episode. It's, it's so good. good. It's quality. Yeah. Listen. Romano's good. Talk to me. Cousin yes. Benji. Yes. Okay. Didn't watch it yet. Okay. So when I when the new video gets uploaded, mm. I'll go through the different chapters that it gets broken down to in YouTube. Mm. Just takes a long time, by the way. Yeah, I was going to say. But it's very efficient. Thank you very much. So I was going through it, and I saw Fun Benji, and I stopped. Yeah. I go, okay. Yeah. I want to see what he says here. It says what? 48 hours? He reckons 48 hours. So I, I've now affectionately called it, I texted him, Fun Benji Weekend. Remember we had Fun Benji Week? Yeah. Now it's Fun Benji Weekend. That was such a good week. It was the best week. And it was a quality session with Benji on Talk To Me. Mm. Bro, I'm looking forward to Fun Benji Weekend. Because we've got to do something crazy, you know what I'm saying? I told him because gotta it's, gotta be, it's gotta be 48 hours because we need a night period. Has to be a night. Because he, he said, oh, let's do 24 hours. I go, if you do 24 hours, you don't get that night period of doing something insane. Mm. And you're not gonna be exhausted. Excuse me. So yeah, we need a we need a weekend. Yeah, yeah I think we, we have s- to. I think we start planning. I think yeah, we have to. We'll I think yeah, lucky, like lucky, like, like you said, lucky. Then doesn't watch it, so I think we can potentially strategically plan it here. Correct. But that's. I just I was going through. I saw from Benji. I get this yeah. is very good. And I watched it. Yeah, good. That was a good little. Uh, Thank you. Good little talk there. Very good. Um, either way, talk to me is on the channel right now. Take a look at it, Benji. He thought that it wasn't going to be a good session. He always said to me, oh, "I don't think I have much to talk about. I'm not that interesting." We talked a lot about a, a lot of interesting topics, mm. bro. It was good. Yeah, good. I'll Very get, good I'll get session. Into it. I, I, I skimmed through bits and pieces, and I heard him say six times about speech impediment. We spoke about that. Yeah, might have teased say. him once or twice. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say he might have shared the story or two. It was good. Yeah. So looking, looking forward to actually watching that all and, and see how it goes down. It's a good episode. Uh, Benji, get ready for this weekend, bro. Yeah, get mate. Get ready. All right, listen, nothing's changed with me. I just want to make it very clear, Ben. Nothing's changed with me. I'm still as crazy as ever. Yeah. He thinks I'm weak. I'm not weakened. We might, we might have to kick Elaine out of the house so that she doesn't turn his phone off again. Oh. Because we spoke about oh, that yeah, at length. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. So That was very, very frustrating. Yeah, we got fun Benji weekend coming up, which I'm excited for. It's going to be good. Uh, next week we got talk to me with uh, my college teacher. Oh yeah, so going back to Zoom for oh, an episode. Spewing, but looking very very excited. His name's Pastor Eric McKay. Okay. I've spoken to him once via Zoom. Top bloke. Oh. He's a youth pastor transitioning to be a pastor now. Um, looking forward to that chat. So that's going to come out Monday, and then mate, next week we've got the big one, Mark oh, and Danny. Guest. Yeah, that's going to be good. Mark and Danny coming on. That's going to be very fun. Going to be good. Looking forward to that. And then if Joel doesn't cancel on us again, mm. we'll have Joel the week after. Very good. Very good. Again, I know you should call us out about the subtleness, but rock your, stop, rock your top stuff, just a reminder. Yep. Uh, the Christmas box would be very nice. Or just brownies. Yeah. 
like I said, yeah, yeah, prefer go a brownie. To, absolute go to. Yeah. Don't worry about a Christmas box, just brownies. Let us know what's what you want. Or what's brownie like Christmas box. That was actually one of the suggestions on the Christmas suggestions this week. Mm. Um, get Rocky Top to bring some Christmas treats. Okay. And I just looked at that go. I can't force her to. Yeah, not complaining all the way. But, but we can tell her that if she doesn't, the people will hate her. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. But some of the suggestions we're getting a little out of control. Yeah, like not the first time we've gotten it. I just I looked confused. Like we're getting a couple saying enough with the talking, get some action in there. Do some different types of videos, taste testings or competitions. Yeah, look, or this listen, or that. taste testings don't mind. Yeah, but like they say like they're saying less talk. I don't think they understand or grasp the concept of a podcast. Podcast yeah. is talking. Yeah, literally. So I'm like not sure. That, that's literally the, the sort of circus act. Yeah. Like, I don't know how much more we can do. Unless <laughs> they want to see two rays on the screen. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. That's, um, I don't want two Nathaniels either. Don't yeah, no, nah, no chance. But um, yeah, that's what the podcast is, guys. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just it's talking. people talking. There's not um, much else to it. But look, like this whole test testing stuff, it's good. Listen, I like the suggestions either way, even if they're suggestions I disagree with. Yeah, yeah. Good. Any Bring, suggestions, keep any them suggestions coming. is a decent suggestion. Keep them coming. Some are questionable, but we still like them. Yeah, because it's used, different. We've used a couple of them. Mm. Completely forgot to decorate this place. Um, you put an umbrella there. No, the umbrella's been there the whole time. Ah, just sorry. For now. the last four months we've been doing this, that's been there. Never seen it. But now that I've seen it, that's got to go. I just week. don't know how to decorate this thing. Like, let's be real. How you put something up here? I thought about grabbing the Christmas tree and putting it on the table, but then I thought it's going to be in your way. Yeah, no, no can do. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out, I guess. uh, Next week. Next week. This weekend was a bit crazy. Let me figure out something for next week. Um, But yeah, suggestions were good. Had a couple of good ones. What was the other one? There was another good one on there. Josh Stewart. JS Baby. What did he say? He he's was, oh, good. Yeah. He's was like bringing back the old school. Yeah, he wants to see Alex and yeah, the yeah. wood. Because he's grown up with those boys. He's, okay. he's known those boys for ages. So, but the problem is... <laughs> they, they don't listen to this at all. They think that the thought of, of getting behind the microphone is ridiculous. So, Even though they have a lot to say, they think what we're doing is absolutely absurd. Yeah, fair enough. But they think like their opinion is so like... So top notch sometimes. They think we need to pay them to bring them on the show. That's what they think. Like they're celebrities. Like they're celebrities or something. We're not there yet, boys. We're not Listen, there yet. Listen, shout out. Bring them on. Uh, guys, stop what you're doing right now. I want to get Josh Stewart on. Shoot a text message to Abud and Alex. Say, jump on the podcast. Don't send them anything else. Just jump on the podcast. Yeah, no context. Let's annoy them. Let's no annoy context, them into this. I think we should get Josh Stewart on. That'd be quite the last yes. podcast. That'd be fun. We'll, oh, we'll chat to him soon. We'll chat to him soon. 100%. That'd be good. I don't know him. Bring him on. Yeah, I like legend. It. I like legend it. Um, you know what else we need to get going is this uh, this theme song, man. We need to get Ryan on this thing. You know what? Do us a favor as well. Text Ryan. Hurry up with the theme song. No context. Just hurry up with the theme song. Look, still not still not sure how I feel about it. At all. Why? It's going to be good, bro. Just imagine that music coming in. We're full professionals now. This that. Yeah, not a fan. Why not? I don't know. The concept of it is because I think when he was mentioned originally. There was talk of many theme songs through different seasons in that. Oh, no. Like, for example, we have Absolute one standard lunacy. theme song. And then during Christmas, put a little jingle in the background. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. I don't even <laughs> like the thought of a theme song. Not at all. Well, bro, our, our logo is about to change after this week. See, I like the logo changes. Okay, cool. Because I put a lot of work into that. 
Cuz, how long does it take to put a fake moustache on the photo? Bro, a lot longer than you'd think. It can't be that hard. Uh, bro, you, you do it then. I don't want to. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> I'm not saying, oh, I can do it so much better than you. I just like, I don't want to yeah. do it. But you know, it's 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 festive. Listen, I like the theme. Like the themes it's in terms of- Yeah, the photos, they're cool. They're cool. They don't like the theme, like music and stuff. That's- Ryan, hurry up with the theme song, bro. Borderline, read Ryan, please don't. I'll pay whatever you want. <laughs> Even though you have all the money in the world, I'll pay whatever you want. What's happening with League Chat? <laughs> Your laptop's still busted? No, I'm just doing so much work for it. I'm, I'm trying to get it all done okay, so that I can just head it out all right, one by one. Release a, an episode or two. Yeah. I'm waiting for it. What I'm, what's happening at the moment is there's so much happening outside of the season league. reviews yeah, yeah, yeah. that I'm actually this week, I've got two different ones I'm bringing out. Okay. Just about... Whole Brandon Smith dramas and then the dog's issues and then the yeah, past stuff. I, I don't know how I feel about the Brandon Smith thing. Like, I get what Buzz is saying about how he shouldn't have come out and talked about how he's ready to win something in a different jersey. But then again, he's also got to hype up the fans on his approach to the club. I don't know. It's I, interesting way you're looking at it. I think the way I see it is there's so many team changes happening now more than ever and not for the next year, for two seasons, three mm. seasons later. Or it's like, are we really going to get offended by every single player saying something? I'll tell you what it is. It's not the fact that it's about getting offended. When you look at how it's been played out, yeah, very public. Look, at the end of the day, he made a decision, he's going to Roosters, whatever. Good on him. All the and best. he's going in 23. 23. The problem I have with it is when you're contracted for another 12 months, now you've just been, you've just gotten done. Um, Taking cocaine and whatnot that's in video. Fair. Yeah, that's The fair. club stood by her. Yeah, you copped the hefty fine, but the club stood by her. And then you go and talk about how you dream to win a comp for another team while you're still contracted. Yeah, fair. That, look, you have those endeavors, no problem. I think to come out with it, you still got another 12 months, I think is, is where you draw the line. See, also, it's very rich that people agree with Buzz because yeah, Buzz is a bit of a lunatic. But yeah, I've got to agree with him here. I think it's very disrespectful. In that aspect? So I don't know if it is, because the thing, here's the thing, right? It's like the whole kick-out situation with him wearing the, the dog shirt. Mm. All right, he sh- shouldn't have worn the shirt, right? But either way, they've signed on to that club for that year. They've got to show the club that they're coming to, I'm all in, in some sort of statement. But they've also got to show the club that they're de- dedicated to for the next year. Hey, I'm with you guys. I'm not just thinking about 23. So I understand both sides of the coin. It's a tough situation for them because, yeah, they are going to be pledging their allegiance to a different club. Mm. But you, you'd know more than anyone, if you've ever played in a sports team, when you're playing in that team and you care about the game, that's what you're thinking about is how are we going to win together? I agree. I think, I think there's just it's, – it's but it's a mentality thing as well. So yeah, that's fair. It's the whole coming into playing the next 12 months and the impact you're actually going to have. Are you actually mm. going to be all in? That you're talking about, okay, but then, but then, that's that's the part. So that's why clubs are concerned. So Storm are yeah. like, well, we want to release this guy immediately mm. because of the way he's going about. Okay, the then, then this is my this is my statement. Then NRL stopped the signing so early. You see what I'm saying? Like they got to figure out a way. It has to be over. That, that's that's my problem then. Because if you're going to make these players, if you're going to allow these players to sign on to a different club a year, two years in advance, then like I don't think it's the players' fault. I think it's the NRL's fault. Don't let them sign or have a clause in their contract that states it has to remain hush-hush until six months out. Or they're not allowed to sign until six months out. Because, bro, like I get clubs want to get in as quick as possible. And that's exactly what Gould's doing with the dogs. Mm. He's trying to get all these players as quickly as possible to sign on for 23, 
right? We've got all these we've got all these signings, and I keep forgetting that they're not for this year; they're for the coming year. But that's the struggle. Is like, okay, if the NRL is going to allow that to happen, how can they not expect talk from the players? It's frustrating as anything for a club, hundred percent. Yeah, it's a good point. However, I just think it's very circumstantial. Like, I'll give you an example. Same thing. Player from Storms going to Dolphins for this Kafusi. Now. He's made it clear he's gone back to Queensland. He's going to help the new team. He's their first signing. Yeah. Technically a marquee signing. Do I think he's a marquee player? No. But he's going there in two years' time. But there, has no, there hasn't been anything controversial done mm. with Felice Kafusi mm. prior to him leaving or going out in the public. So because of... It's, it's, it's a loyalty thing as well. Because Melbourne yeah. have stood by Smith. I'm talking about this particular case. In general, it needs to overhaul. Yeah. Because... Kick out wearing the shirt is not an issue if it wasn't leaked. It wouldn't have been Correct. known of if it wasn't leaked. For all we no, know, well, Red Money's worn the shirt at Dogs. Well, it would have been known of because they were going to release a photo the day after the Panthers parade. So it was meant to be a is week what or two saying. weeks, like release yeah. a statement, he's coming. Yeah. But they wouldn't have released a photo. Sure, but that, that's what I'm saying. That's my issue stat is that these guys, they're not old guys. They're young, mm. right? These, these are young players. They've got social media. Sometimes they do dumb stuff. So you can't rely on the players to do the right thing every time like old mate did with the Dolphins. Right? He hasn't said anything. Kafusi, right? Mm. Kafusi hasn't said anything. He hasn't done anything stupid. Good on him. But you can't expect all these players to do it. No, no. Mate, these players can't go out uh, one night without doing something stupid on the town and you're expecting them to keep these, either keep it a secret or not say something dumb. No, that's got to be on the NRL. Okay. Or give them some social media training. And I'm not saying uh, a 60-minute course that they're doing at TAFE or whatever. Give them proper social media guidelines um, with social media marketing people. Yeah. Because that's what they do in the the NFL. That's what they do in the NBA, Mm. MLB. They've got social media people that help guide them and direct them in how they present their social media platforms. Mm. I think it's it's very circumstantial. That's much my yeah. thing. The whole thing needs an overhaul. We've we've talked about that, but it's but there's more to it. Like if you've got to look at it from Melbourne Storm's perspective, mm-hmm. if I've brought in a kid from Townsville, who will I think they were the only club at the time really wanted to take a punt, developed him, made him the player he is, made him the man he is, made him super relevant to the side, won comps, gone international. Okay. It's very clear that, and it was well known, he probably wasn't going to stick around at Melbourne and he was going to move on from there. Fair enough. But then, and then after getting done with what he got done with, to then say, let me pull on a, listen, if he goes, I'm going to pull on Richard Jersey 23, no problem. I'll find that's where I'm going to commit, I'm going to go. All right, good. Mm-hmm. But if you're still contracted and you've already put in your mind, I can't wait to win at another club or I've still got 12 months and, you, and we're not. We're not talking about like Melbourne Storm is the Kennedy Bulldogs of 2021. Correct. We're talking about like Melbourne Storm that who are top Correct. elite Melbourne Correct. Storm. Yeah, yeah. The focus then shifts from him playing well in 22 to I just can't wait to pull on a Roosters jumper in 23. Okay, then put a clause in your release contract. I think it's not about the contract though because contracts make nothing. This is where I come in about the NRL needing a whole overhaul. And that's what I'm saying. So but it's it's just like it's very, very it's very like, look it's very middle ground. I'm not sitting here saying oh Brinsmith's a jerk. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm not saying that Brinsmith is the man. It's a very middle ground. It's it can be done better. Anything can be done better. It can be done better. You're 100 percent right. I just think people need to lay off a bit. Like, mate, it's 
I think he's right in saying I can't wait to win with uh, Roosters. That's what you hope as a Roosters fan. And I understand what you're saying mm. from the Melbourne's from Melbourne's perspective. It's rubbish. It's like, bro, you got another year with us. Stop talking about your future. But all these boys have to talk about their future. Like, look at the boys coming in 23 to the Dogs. They're all talking about what they're going to do at the Dogs. Mm. Ado Carr was talking about it a year ago. I can't yeah. wait to come to the Dogs. I can't wait to make them a winning club again. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's a very mm. grey... It's not. There's no direct yes, there's no no. It's very direct, but... Yeah. Storm's culture's copped a hit. They've had like six things going on with them. And yeah, I know. There's a lot There's a lot coming out in the next few days. I'm hopefully to bring out. Um, very excited. Good. But there's just, it's all happening. Before we continue, do me a favor, close the garage. This sun is right in your eyes? beaming straight into my face. Sorry, ladies and gents. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That works. Just shows, you know. Huh? Shows how prepped we were. Yeah. Bro, I can't see after that. I thought that. Oh, bro. Open it again? Straight into my eyes. You open it? No, thank you. Um, but yeah, looking forward to league chat coming back. Yeah, yeah mate. A couple of things happening. Let's get it going. Yeah, I know, bro. I know. It's just a lot of work. It's so much work. But it's good. Not, 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 not like complaining is work. It's just a lot of work and I'm loving it. I'm just trying to bring it all. It's quality stuff. Like, it's exciting. Like, all right, maybe not everyone in the world listens to what yeah, we do, yeah. but it's fun. I love it. And, mate, talking to the boys at House of Reason, talking to them this mm. week. Mate, they're excited to get back too. Yeah. So that's another channel that people have yeah. to listen to. We'll jump on there soon. Yeah, 100%. Jump on there soon. Yeah, you know, speak English. Um, but that's how exciting this stuff is, bro. Like, we're giving people stuff to listen to and um, it's good quality. We're tuning stuff. in. Yeah. We're that's tuning right. in. We're about to get deep. Bro, before we do, mm. I took a look at um, our podcast numbers and all that over 500 downloads Spotify's killing it at the moment oh nice yeah like it's all it's moving it's good so thank you guys appreciate it hope you're enjoying it 500 that's very good again you want to come on you want to send someone on let us know but yeah you're right we're about to get deep because mm. once the, I was thinking about that as I was driving home today drove home from the hospital I was thinking about how much you and I have gone through separately and together mm. we've been through a lot of rubbish mm. family wise personally a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff that can get you frustrated, annoyed, angry. And I guess the one question that I had in mind that people have asked me before and I thought it would be a good thing to ask you because I don't think we've spoken about it openly. How do you deal with it? How do you deal with life constantly hitting you hit after hit after hit with what seems like no rest Yet you still find the find a way to wake up in the morning, strap on your boots and keep moving forward. It's a big question. Yeah, it's I knew we we're gonna get deep and, and discuss something deep, but it's a very, very deep question. And it's probably one that's gonna have you thinking before you can answer it. Yeah. Because it's not a it's not a small thing. Like I was thinking about it as I was driving home. How do I like we got some bad news mm. over the weekend. Not bad news. I was there. Like I helped with some with an emergency that happened in the house, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, how? Like mm. we just went past the whole Joseph thing a couple of months back, and now with a couple of weeks back, mm. and now this. And I was just sort of like, how does God give me the strength? Give my family the strength to just keep moving forward. Mm. So I wanted to ask you, how does God keep giving you the strength to keep moving forward, or what do you put your faith or your trust in? To help you keep moving forward. Mm. Yeah, it's a very deep question. Um, to be quite honest, 
look at it like this. So, and, and it can be a small trial, big trial, whatever it is. We need to put in our minds first and foremost. We are always going to be dealing with trials. Let's trials will never end. Can we use an example as a trial? So let's say you've lost your job. Okay. Out of nowhere, you lost your job. Let's, we'll just use that as our basis if we want to refer to something. Okay. So when you lose your job, it's a very... Because I've done that. I've had that happen to me before. Mm. It's very... How do I put it? You, everything kind of around you is like... Questionable. Yeah. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Where do I go next? How do I do it? And there's an, there's an immediate freak out. Yeah. The first thing we need to be doing as... And we always talk about read and pray. And, and I, it's very, very important that we do. But that's literally the basis of it all. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you can't go through that the appropriate way without a strong foundation, which mm. is your relationship with Christ. That Correct. needs to be strong. I'm, and I'm big on having an an elder, but like an older figure, someone you can rely on. Just telling, I'm very, I'm very big on telling people certain things. So if I'm dealing with a private issue like losing my job, I go to one person and say, bro, I need your help. Mm. So I think it's very important because that person's obviously a lot older than you. They've had more life experience. They've dealt with probably the same thing as you. Or something similar. Or something similar. They will be able to show you ways from their experience where to go next. Mm. And not necessarily what kind of field you want to go next, but next, all right, what's your, how are you going to look at it? What, what's your approach? Are you going to look at something short-term or look at something long-term? And they'll be able to give you advice and, and go about it in the way that they think they know with, through their life experience. So a trial like a job is something that, while in the moment is very disheartening, can be very good in the long term. Because yeah. what it's doing is God's just showing you, okay. There's a redirection. There's a redirection. While you think that you've just, well, sometimes I know when it happened to me, I feel like I just cut God's will out. Mm. And I was like, man, I stuffed up. Now anything I'm going to do second best. Yeah. That's how I used to feel. Uh-huh. God's like, just stay the course. I think that's an important point. So let's take it back to the start. I want to go back to exactly what you said at the start, right? So you said the first thing we need is a strong relationship with God, mm. right? And the thing about having a strong relationship with God is you do not develop that in the in the hard times. Mm. When those trials hit, your relationship with God is what's going to... Excuse me, sorry. You're right. I'm dying on camera. Um, that's what's going to help you get through it, right? So you can't expect to work on your relationship with God as the hard times hit. Mm. It needs to be a pre, I guess, pre-workout. It's like tra- it's like training for a game. Yeah. It needs to be your, tra- your training yeah, has to be your before training you get to the before event. Before you get to game day. And so, then when game day hits, you're prepared, yeah. you know how to go about it and get your job done for that. So if you get, to, if you get to game day and your relationship with God is not good, mm. there's a problem already. And you're, you're going to be working off the back foot. You become, so you become self-conscious. So you become paranoid. You become scared. You, you don't know how anxious, to. Re- you don't know how worried. to rely on God as, like you should. Correct. That's right. So I think the first step, ladies and gents, is we need to make sure that our relationships with God are right. So if you're not going through a trial right now, sort out your relationship with God. Be reading. Be praying. All the you're things. We, yeah. All the things we talk about each week. Then you get hit by the trial. The trial comes. 
you face it. One of the first things, like you said, is denial. Don't know what to do. The the initial freak out. I think it's very important when you do go through that initial freak out, you allow yourself to go through that freak out. Now, what I mean by that is don't discount the feelings that are running through your head. Allow yourself to deal with the emotions that are coming. Deal with those emotions appropriately. If you're angry, get angry. If you're mad, get mad. You know, be angry and sin not. Don't do something dumb. Sure, yeah. But allow yourself to get angry. Too many Christians think out there that uh, I'm not allowed to have emotions or, you know, it's the Christian thing to say God's good, you know. this. No, no. Deal with the emotion. Get it out. Get it out of your system, whether it's crying, get angry, whatever it is. Deal with that emotion and then go over to your next step. Get real. Yeah. You have to get real because if you're going to... If you're going to keep going down that fake route and be like, all the time, God's good, God's good, and you're not carrying that attitude and you're not saying it with the full belief that God is good, you're, it's a mockery. It's like a powder, powder keg. Yeah. Powder keg ready to explode. Yeah, it's like you when we started, hey, go on, you're living the dream. Yeah. So deal with those emotions, get through it, and you get through that with God, mm-hmm. praying, sorting it out. Then you go over to your third step, which was talk to someone. Mm-hmm. Who is that trusted advisor? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, don't talk me on camera. You don't have to. But what I'm saying is, Find who your trusted advisor is, ladies and gents. Who's that person that you trust to talk to about these situations? Like Stat said, they need to be a person that's older than you. Mm. They need to be a person that is close with God. They need to be someone that you trust. Um, it needs to be an authoritative figure in your life mm. and it can't be a friend. It can't be a friend, no. Very important because yeah. you can't... Because that friend is either a bit younger than you or the same age. Mm. And you have the exact same life experience. Correct. And we're not saying that the person can't be your friend in that they're friends with you. We're saying that they can't be around your same age. Mm. They can't be a person that, like you, I wouldn't go to you mm. with one of these situations. Correct. And vice versa. Mm. Because we're going through things at the same time. We're going through things together. And we'll get to what our role is later down the track. Go to someone that's older that can help you process these emotions, process what you're going through. And guide you into steps to deal with it. Correct. All right, next step. And once that's done, because what we seem to do as well is we, when we lose a job or we get bad news, we automatically, we don't blame God. Sometimes we don't even acknowledge God is there. Okay. So w- once we've processed it and we've gotten, like you said, angry and sitting on it, we've gone about it in our way, we then need to realize, okay, I need God. Mm. But this is the important thing. If you haven't had God the entire time, like if you haven't been doing your, your training to hit that trial, you're going to be very lost. You're going to struggle. Because you know what it is? It's like you're saying, oh God, hey, I need you. And he's like, oh, you just need me for your problems? Mm. That's the problem. So there has to be that consistency we spoke about. But when you get to that point of in that moment, okay, God, I need you. Fasting. Fasting, praying, and actually listening. Correct. I think before you continue, I think it's important that when you do go to God in this next step, that you're ready to listen, you know, and you're ready to find out, okay, what is it? You're because, ready, yeah, because yeah, there's a reason he's put you through it. There's a reason he's put your family through it and whatever it is. So you need to take that time to sit down and say, okay, God, I'm ready to find out why. Mm. I think that's, that's important. Keep going. Definitely important. Fasting is, is huge. Because underrated too, like people don't really understand the the power of fasting. Can you mm. explain the power of fasting to the people? So it's crazy. So if if you've come to God with something very important to you, what might be important to you won't be important to me. But what you believe that is important that you want to take to God, 
it's just allowing him to work. Yes, God, I'm sacrificing this element in my life. Um, and for a lot of the time, it can be food, water. And it's, it's to show the importance of how much we really want God's answer in something. It's not the answer we want, mm-hmm. as in, we're not trying to seek for, God, I want this, yes. He's going to give me a yes and we fast because we know he's going to give us a yes. But it's seeking God's answer. A lot of people, when they go into fasting, like to think that God's going to give them the answer they want. But the amount of lessons you can learn throughout that period, it's phenomenal. Fasting's an extension to prayer there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because it's showing, okay, God, I'm praying and I'm reading and I'm serious. But not only am I serious in that, but I'm also willing to sacrifice the thing that I need to keep me going, which a lot of times is food, to show how serious I am. It can be between you and God. Mm. Whether it be one day, whether it be two days, however, whether it be one meal, whatever it is that you're bringing to God, you're saying, God, this is how serious I am because I really want your will in my life. I really want you to answer and show me where I need to go next. Mm. Because that's where God will really, I believe that's where from prayer, from prayer and reading, that God says, okay, he will get the answer and it will be in my time, I'll give him that answer. And as you go through the journey, as you go through the process, it's very rewarding mm. because I know that I've had to fast for certain things in my life. And one of the most things, recent things I fasted for, I fasted every week food and water for one day a week for three and a bit months. Okay. Did you find that to be the uh, deciding factor in your prayer life? Yeah. Because it was something at the time which was very important to me, something very new. Mm. Like, God, how do I deal with this and how do I get through it and is this what you want me to go ahead with and you go through the motions sometimes you think like within the day you get an answer and then you just think you know what let me just wait it out God's maybe trying to show me something and God might take his time for you to to realize and learn that I'm gonna show you when the time is right and it's the big the big part of it is the faith component and once you get through that and once God gives you that answer when you get that answer, there is nothing more rewarding. Mm. Might not be the answer you want, but it's the most rewarding part of it all. Mm. So how do you move forward? Okay, so you get that answer. Yeah. How do you move forward from that point? How do you how do you continue on with life, I guess? How do you continue on with life? That's something that a lot of people don't consider, right? Mm. You go through, all right, you lose that job. Mm. You deal with it. Mm. You get the prayer and fasting. God tells you why he got rid of that job in your life. Mm. How do you get up now and say, okay, let's take the next step. Let's just go back to life. Mm. The first thing you draw to is reading and praying. Back to the training again. Yeah, because that's what it is. Because basically you've come to game day. If we're making the sport, you've come to game day. You've completed the task. You've gotten the answer you needed to in the spiritual sense. And now it's okay. Mm. Until God brings you that next trial, you might, there is work to be done. Mm. There's always work to be done. There's mm. always training that needs to happen prior to getting that result. Okay. Then let me give you this one. That's I think you've just outlined it perfectly. Steps A to Z. I don't know, one to ten, whatever mm. it is. You outlined it pretty well. That's how we are to deal with that. It's a very spiritual answer, but it's a very spot on answer. Okay. I'm going to ask you this. How do you deal with the fatigue? Because trials are fatiguing, man. Mm. I'll tell you, I'm tired. It's a very tiring thing going through trial after trial after trial. How do you help someone deal with that fatigue? 
because it can be so easy when that next trial comes after you finished game day, after you get back to training, trial two hits, and it could have been a week later, a month later, whatever it is, but it can be exhausting. It's very hard. Because it, it's very discouraging. It can, very discouraging. It can hurt. How do you deal with it? It's where your priorities are at. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important. If okay. your priorities aren't where they should be, and I'm talking spiritually, if you're not faithful in your church attendance, if you're not, like if you've got ministries on that, but you're not attending, if you're lacking in church attendance, if you're lacking in just being a support, that will go a long way mm-hmm. into that discouragement, into that fatigue. It'll actually, it'll disc- and it, what it does is while you think you're suffering, it, it also discourages others. Mm. So do, so what are you, are you basically saying that having a purpose in life negates the frustration and discouragement that comes out of the trial? And that purpose in life being Christ, your main goal. Yeah, because that's that's what I'm getting from it, and I think you're spot on there. The, the re- and the reason I say that is because if you know Christ, we know what He's capable of. We have a Bible. Mm. We know what He's capable of. What what He's done, and the the constant miracles that He talks about. And that's why we talk about the importance of reading our Bible. It's because we're seeing others who have gone through experiences. And my favorite one to look at is Job. Job's good. Yeah, because if there's another story of the Job within. A matter of like a week, he had lost everything in one go, and then his wife said, "Just curse God and die." And he goes, "Let's be the name of the Lord." And and the way he had lost everything and literally everything, and kids, house, money, God, everything, everything, and then stuck to God, and then lived the life so glorifying to God. You're not going to know that if you're not reading. Mm. You're not going to know that if you're not in the Word. Mm. But I go, I take it back to as well. Yeah, keeping your ministries, keeping your church attendance, or but also. Um, like I said, you gotta have that spiritual guide there mm. through everything. Not well, not the not your leader that you just like. Oh, hey, I've got this, whatever. But it's after that. It's that, like that recovery phase. Look, I'm doing well, doing better. You know, from this trial, my bobbing's gotten better. But I'm just hitting another trial now. And and that person's like, okay, how did you combat this trial? You always think about how you've just come out of a trial. What di- what did I do right? What did I do right? What did I do wrong? Pros and cons. Mm. I think it's very important you kind of, as crazy as my sound, write a pros and cons is if you have to on your phone or yeah, yeah. pen and paper out. Yeah, pros yeah. and cons, what I did right or what I, what I believe I would have done adequately, what I've done wrong. Mm. Looking at that because that's always going to be a guide for your next trial, no matter how big or small. I like that. Because if you've got the fundamentals, if you can know that you can get the fundamentals <laughs> right in that aspect, not that I'm saying every other trial after is seamless. No. No. Yeah. But you've got the groundwork. So to, you know that what is required to get you through that next trial. So to deal with that next trial that comes up and deal with the fatigue that comes with it, you need two things. You need to take a look at the past, take a look at how you dealt mm. with that last one yep. and utilize the lessons you learned. Don't get discouraged by the next trial coming up so quickly, but instead, okay, focusing up and saying, okay, Lord, how do I do this better? And two, realizing your life purpose. I think that, that one hit me, bro, because going through all the stuff that I've thank God I've been able to go through, that's the one thing that keeps rerouting me back mm. is knowing that I have a purpose to serve God with my life. I have a purpose to follow God after my, after him with my life. And these are trials that are coming, but my purpose in life is to serve him and to please him. Mm. And I know that if I go through this trial in the way he wants me to go through it, I'm going to serve that life purpose. Mm. I even think it's important that you look at other people around you. Mm. 
I think it's important as well when you like, and people around you can be that spiritual leader. Um, and you can even, and this is where I talk about even a mate, mm. where if you've seen a mate go through a trial and then you see them come out of it, and then you see them honor God through that. That you look at that and you're like, okay, I can look at the way he's kind of. You're not going to know the nitty gritty, yeah, of course. But you look at it from us, okay. So he he remained in church. Mm. His Bible reading was intact. Mm. You know, he kept everything right and kept God glorifying. That I can look at that and be like, okay, I know that this would be the bare requirement, the minimum, like, yeah, the minimum requirement of me to do to get encouraged from that. Because while we can read the Bible sometimes and we can get encouraged, and and we sometimes for us it takes a bit more. So you're, saying, you're saying look around you. Okay, so let's around take you. let's take that mate because we said we'll get to him. Let's talk about the mate. I think the mate's biggest role in that scenario of you going through a trial, like my 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 biggest thing with you have has always been calling or texting you, saying, "Bro, please pray for this. I can't give you the details right now, but I need you. Just pray for me." And if there's a lot that you can't discuss with that mate at the time, that's fair enough. No problem. But as the trial goes on, you'll know. You'll know, okay, now I can start talking to him about this. I'm going to need his advice on this. I need his help with this. I think the mate's role in the scenario is very case by case Mm. and can be vital depending who that mate is. If that mate is close with the Lord or if that mate is um, a strong person to rely on, Mm. yeah, you can sit down, talk to them and ask them for advice. But then after the trial's finished, I think it's the mate's responsibility. I don't think it's... um, a question. I think it's a responsibility that that mate checks up on the person that just went through the trial. Mm. And I, I, I think in the midst of the trial as well. In the midst of the trial as well, but like to an, what I'm trying to say is, at the end of it, once he's finally gone through it, hey, you're right. Mm. How'd you go through it? Asking, don't don't expect the guy that because the guy's tired. Mm. The guy's finished. He doesn't really want to bring it up because he doesn't know if you want to talk about it. But you letting your mate know, hey, I'm here to be an encouragement to you. I'm here to help you out through this. Mm. That's massive, man. It's huge. It's very important that you get that one mate and just say, pray for me. Yeah, because let me give a cl- an example of this. When I went through the car accident um, back in 19, mm. I got out of the hospital about, what was it, a month later, after I was able to finally start leaving the house and do stuff, you picked me up and we went and had mm. breakfast. You remember that? We went yeah. to a picnic. And we sat down for, what, three hours? Yeah, and we talked. We talked it through. Mm. I was still in the midst of the trial there, mm. but you wanted to know what was going on in my head so that you knew how to help me mm. move forward. And that's vital. Mm. Be a mate. Just yeah, don't over, don't overstep your boundary mm. because don't no over- matter how close you can be to someone, yeah, there is still a boundary. Let them let them guide that boundary. Mm. Let them show you where the buck's going to stop, and let them help. Let them help. Let you know what your job is. Yeah, I think that's very important. There's and but you nailed it before when you said pray because mm. we underestimate the value, the power of prayer, and the value of prayer from we someone do. else. We do, hundred percent, especially from someone else. Sometimes all that mate might need to do is just pray. Yeah, you might never tell them, but that's fine. You know that you have the confidence in that. I've asked my mate to pray for me, and I know that he's going to pray for me. And having mm. that faith in that mate, that's where the mate comes in. That's the perfect role. I think you're right. And like what you're saying, it's very case by case. Pray is always the go-to for your mate. That's like the absolute bare minimum. And then after that is your, is, is how the trial goes on, when they'll be able to read, okay, maybe I can slip in a question here. Maybe yeah. I can get him about this. Maybe I can learn something here. Or maybe I can give him advice on a trial that I went through 
that I learned a lesson from in a very different trial that I can give them that lesson. I think it's very important. That's where the mate comes in. So I think it's important that you have your mates and for a while, just let them be there. Just don't completely shut them out because you need support. 100%. And it's important. And like we, we talk about, you know, we've done our, you know, charity raises for mental health and that. And through a trial as a Christian, we suffer. It's, it's very tough. And it's very important that if we don't have those people to rely on, that spiritual leader, that pastor, I think going to your pastor is a huge one. Massive. And I think that's very, I think that's very case by case. I don't think it's every go-to it needs to go to your pastor sure. personally. I, I think from what I've gone through. I think it's person by person. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cosmo track thought. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that it's, it's, Utilizing the people around you, but knowing what role to give them in order for you to get go through that trial and then get through that trial. And then even when you've gone through the trial and it's been dealt with, and when you're comfortable with that, talking about it. Because you know what? Because that is that story you can impact to someone younger than you or someone that's going through something that might not be as hectic, but it's it's enough. It's a trial, and that your advice or your, or your lesson that you've learned, you can give to them, and then be that guide to that person. I think it's huge. I think you hit the nail on the head, bro. I think that's spot on. Thanks yeah. for that, ladies and gents. We hope that was a help. Um, I know it was a question that's been asked to me a couple of times, so I wanted to hit that or something that's there. So mm. it's good. Yeah, good. Close um, it off. Yeah, let's close it off. This is like beauty. This one. Okay. This message came to me. Because we learned this in Bible club. I think we had a challenge uh, in Bible club when we were younger that we had to learn all of First John chapter 1. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Remember? Fair enough. Uh, we had to learn First John chapter 1, which is only the nine verses, and then the first two verses of chapter 2. Okay. And First John chapter 1 verse 9. Um, and it goes by, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Two very, in a sense, different verses. Well, the first one. So verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. When you, as a Christian, sometimes we will go, whether we stray away from God or even be more close to God, but we have done something that... Mm is a sin. We've done something that where we have neglected God in the sense where God is trying to steer us away from something and we've gone back and, and done that exact same thing. Whether it be lying, stealing, we can go through, but we all know what kind of go like on that gist. And then when it comes to it, we start to say to ourselves, oh, God won't forgive us if we did this. God's not going to forgive us because we are so ashamed going to God to even tell him, even though he knows what we've done, that the act of telling him what we're doing, we're too ashamed. And we sometimes we start to like, we, we question God. Because what we do is we question God and say, God, okay, now I've done this, but I don't think you'll forgive me because this is very bad. Like in my eyes, this is diabolical. Yep. This is shockers. But the verse he says, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. I kind of like to look at this verse as well as when you when you speak to someone that isn't a Christian and that wants to know about God and you're kind of going through and he's like, no, 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 I can't, I can't come to God because oh, I've look done at, too much wrong. I've done too much wrong. Uh, I've, there's, there's so much I've done that you don't even know that God, there's no way God will forgive me. 
that in that verse, it makes it very clear that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But even the first part, if we confess our sins, the part about that, it's very interesting because when we sin, say we have a certain sin in our life that we work on God, I want to eliminate this sin from my life. And we, and in that time, we're going to fall. We're going to, it might be an addiction to something that we'll fall into and keep doing until we really come out of it through prayer, fasting, reading. If we're genuine about it, I think that's the most important part because what we have to understand, we must be genuine when we come to God about our sins. 100%. Must be genuine. We must be wanting to say, God, I'm coming to you. Not like do the same thing every day. Oh, God, forgive my sin and go back to the exact same thing. But it's about, I've done this again. True repentance. I'm genuinely sorry. I need your help. This isn't going to be an overnight fix for me. I really, really need your help and I need you more than ever with this particular sin. All we need to do is confess it. But it's that peace. He will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And I think that's the big one there. And I will focus on just verse 9 for today. And I that's, think I think that's the, the important part is that it's a promise, right? Mm. So if we confess our sins, that's what we need to do. Mm. If we're willing to do that, if we're willing to do that very difficult thing at times, very hard thing at times, but if we're willing to do it, he's going to do something for us. He's going to be faithful. And he's going to be just. And he's going to forgive us for our sins. Mm. He's going to forgive us for what we've done wrong. That thing that you think, oh, God can't forgive me for that. No, no, he'll do it. Mm. He promises he's going to do it. And he'll cleanse us from that sin. Mm. So not only will he forgive us for that sin, but he'll make it as if we never committed that sin in the first place. Mm. He does that through the blood of Christ. That's what's powerful about that. Is He's telling us to do this one little thing. Get on our knees and confess. And then he will forgive us and cleanse us. He's going to do a two-part thing. That's massive. Mm. I think, that, and then, I think, and we sometimes we like to. And that's what I talk about in the underestimating, because mm. we really underestimate the power of God. Yeah, sometimes yeah. we say, "Oh, yeah, like you know, God forgive us, and He'll wipe it from the memory." But then we're like, "Oh, like, but I've still done it." But that's because we create such a paranoia amongst ourselves that we're like, "Oh," but it's. It, but even love the fact that when we even do that sin and and, and we've done it and we've confessed to God. We try to guilt trip ourselves. Yeah. yeah and, but the, the rewarding thing can be from that is, okay, I have now know what the guilt is. I've learned from doing it. Yeah, 100%. I don't want this guilt anymore. Guilt, guilt's not a bad thing. Mm. But if you're allowing yourself to be overcome by guilt, mm. that's where your problem is. Mm. So we really need to just give it to God. Mm. So good challenge this week, ladies and gents. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever that sin is that you think you can't go to God with, go to God with it. Mm. Talk to him about it. And let him forgive you and cleanse you. Yeah. That's it. Straightforward. Well, so that was a good session. Good uh, good podcast episode, mm. mate. It's good to be back with you, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's good to hit up on the head. It's good to uh, sort out our uh, differences, all of our beef and <laughs> anger with one another. Yeah, yeah. It's not 100%. No, no. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, all good, bro. No, it's good to be back. Um, just hopefully get the ball rolling. Mm. A few more guests coming up. Keep it moving until the end of 21. Mm. Well, where can they find you, as per usual? Yeah, the usual. Link out at the start, and then Nathaniel Manor on all social media platforms. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Yep, ladies and gents, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Have a chat with Ray and Stat. Mm. Um, you guys keep going and watching old episodes, so thanks for that. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's really been good. cool to see the uh, the movement on the channel and new people finding it. It's It's been great. You can find me at RayHaddad97 on Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Mm. Um, the channel's on TikTok. You guys know that. You guys know where we are. Mm. Ladies and gents, 
I'm Ray. That's Stat. Thanks for having the chat. Later. Stato.